Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dave McMahon Unleashed. That's me, Dave McMahon, on 4680Q.ca. My guest today, Jason Blickerish, dog training enthusiast, the CEO of Mojo Pet Supplements, that's making a huge difference in the lives of both dogs and cats. Uh, Jason is passionate about cooking and uh, hiking the Bruce Trail with his dogs. Uh, he soon will acquire a smoker, as friends of his enjoy smoking meat. I enjoy smoking my meat. Uh, Jason is uh, no stranger to the world of cannabis. That's another podcast all on its own. Uh, Jason's also a dog training enthusiast and has recently completed the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy 10-week group novice obedience course with his German Shepherd dog named Mojo, who is the ambassador of his company, Mojo Pet Supplements. And what a great name for the dog, Mojo. Welcome to my Dave McMahon Unleashed podcast. Jason, get that big black thing close to your lips, would you? Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, how's everything going with you in Jason land? Well, it's it's going well, especially that I now know we can say anything we want on this mic. There's no restrictions when it's unleashed with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so very true, my friend. So very true. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about uh, your dog. Mojo, that sure. gorgeous German Shepherd. I mean, Mojo is a long-haired Shepherd, uh, is he not? He is, actually. His dad is from Czech Republic. Um, and Mum, uh, again, both long-haired. Mum is from Cape Britain, just past Nova Scotia. Cape Breton, should I say, opposed to Britain. Yeah. Get in trouble for that one, trust <laughs> me. Especially <laughs> when I'm from Britain. Um, yeah. So we get Breton uh, more pronounced. Um, yeah, great dog. Uh, I had an opportunity to uh, pick up Mojo uh, in Cape Breton. Um, just for the simple fact that... Uh, there was a couple of puppies that need some rescuing and some other dogs. So quickly I drove down there uh, a number of months ago, 21-hour drive, uh, picked up two German That's shepherds. a long fucking That's drive. That's a long drive. Fuck <laughs> me. Straight there. I mean, I didn't want to stop on the way back. You had to either. stop to take a piss, of well, course. Well, I had to piss, of course, yeah. So on the way back, four German shepherds in the car, uh, flew back, and uh, ever since then I've got Mojo. His sister is with a good friend of mine. Her name is Roxy. They look like twins, and they get to play every day down here in Grimsby, Ontario. And where were you born? I was born in... Talk uh, about change the subject. Yeah. Squirrel. Hell of a segue. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> we, uh, we all grew up in, uh, in Westminster in London, England, and then eventually got ourselves over to Leicester, which is a borough just outside of London. And then uh, eventually in 75 came from uh, England to Canada and landed in Montreal. And ever since then, I've been a, a landed immigrant Canadian citizen. I love your accent. I always hope to have a nice accent like that, you know. <laughs> well, with the mix, I think a lot of people might think he's Australian or from Boston. Or you must have got a lot of beautiful ladies when you were younger with an accent like that. I don't know. What a thing to say when his gorgeous honey is <laughs> sitting to the left of him. That's why you said it, Dave. I think that's why. Yeah, you and put me in the hot spot or the hot seat again. We don't have her mic'd up, but introduce your sweetheart to, yes, to us, absolutely. please. Absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, today I thought it was a great idea to bring my wonderful, gorgeous Venice Whalen girlfriend, Marklin, here today. And uh, if all goes well, uh, if we don't make any mistakes here, Dave, she actually might get back in the car with me. So <laughs> good to go. <laughs> yeah, great girl, great girl. Glad you could attend today. Nice meeting you, Marklin. Pleasure meeting you. Uh, I'm glad you came along for the ride today. Uh, so back to Mojo, the German Shepherd. Uh, Mojo is currently how old? He's basically a uh, little over nine months. May 16th was his birthday. So obviously January 16th would have put him at eight months. Uh, so yeah, basically February 16th would put him in nine months. Are you the kind of dog owner that believes in vaccinating your dogs or just to a point? Like, where do you draw the line? What are your <laughs> thoughts on vaccinations? Um, well, I mean... Uh, Did he get his first and second set of shots or no? He has not had his first... Uh, sorry, yes, he has had his yeah. first uh, uh, and second uh, set of shots. Yeah. Um, because, as you know, I do a lot of outdoors hiking and things, you know. Yeah. The rabies shots are a, 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 a bit of a given. Yeah. Um, so there's, there are some of the shots that I think are important. Uh, tick and, and flea and, and heartworm, uh, stuff like that, I think, are important. That's about as far as I go when it comes to vaccinations. You know me, I'm not vaccinated, so you're going to... Yeah, you're all natural. Oh, natural. That's right. <laughs> you're an Soon to be in demand. You're one of my... Yeah, you're one of my great unvaccinated friends slash students, disciples of the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. That's right. Exactly. Did you enjoy the training you did with me? Dave, you know... Your and you're going to come back, I hope. Well, absolutely. We've got much more, as you know, training to do with Mojo. We've got to take him to a few more levels there. Uh, but training with you is a lot of fun. Uh, your experience and knowledge uh, exceeds uh, everything in the class, and obviously it's why, um, you know, we decided to, to go with you. And, and not only that, but you've got an incredible history with German Shepherds and, 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 and all sorts of security dog training, and uh, I thought it would be a, a great way to sort of get Mojo started up on the right foot with, with you, your training, and your school, and uh, it's just been fantastic for him, so he's loved every minute of it, as I have. Yeah, and you're training him with a prong collar? Training him with a prong collar. Of course, I was told when I first got there with the leather collar, I'd be switching that pretty soon, and I thought, no, no, that's not going to happen, but after getting dragged around enough... Uh, you now, know, you were a bit anal retentive. I was. <laughs> you were a bit anal retentive when we first suggested that you use the prong collar on your dog. You were like, fuck that. <laughs> I said it's exactly. not gonna hurt, it's not gonna hurt your little baby. That's right. You know. Yeah. No. And it's done. A, I mean, the minute you put that thing on, there was a, a, an immediate fifty percent reduction on pulling. I mean, it <laughs> it, it, it semi trained the dog, uh, and then after that, it was it it worked really well. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a it's been a it's been a really good plus, and it's been a, a lot of uh, easier training for both of us. Yeah, so you're happy with the uh, absolutely yeah. the training so far, and the prong collar's working good. Absolutely. But you know, you don't just train your dog. Much like my philosophy, you believe a dog needs much more than just the structured training. They need a lot of playtime, and they need time to sniff, and they need time to go hiking. And and you were saying you uh, you like to hike the Bruce Trail with your dogs every day. Um, you know, Mojo is off leash. Um, down at the beach uh, in uh, at 50 Point Conservation pretty much every morning I'm down there running the dog um, and then of course uh, as we're in, in Grimsby the Bruce Trail runs the escarpment so typically I'll start off in Beamsville with Mojo and we'll do about a 40 minute hike in which ends lovely enough at, uh, at uh, um, a wonderful winery you see so if it's the oh. right time of the day 
can actually go in there, have a glass of wine. They even leave a bowl of, of water out for dogs because it's part of the hiking trail. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's been a, a huge plus. What a great trail. pit stop. Oh, fantastic. I'm just trying to think of the winery, uh, the name of it. It'll come um, to you. Yeah, yeah, it will. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, so a lot of hiking on the trail. Uh, all over the place. Um, Socializing in different environments. Socializing. Uh, it's important that Mojo gets out there and meets a lot of dogs. So we've got a wonderful dog uh, leash free across the road, which I sort of... Careful with up. that shit. Careful with that shit. I know. I because know. it yes. only takes one second for things to go south. Another dog pins your dog down. Yeah. And that leaves one fuck of a bad impression on your dog's psyche. Totally. If another dog pins your dog down and dominates your dog... Okay, so just be careful. You, you are playing Russian roulette to some degree Correct. when you go to these fucking leash-free places. Well, I will fucking tell you, it happened. Okay, okay. Yeah. and you still fucking go? Well, uh... Roll, <laughs> rolling, are you rolling the dice on your dog's mental welfare? <laughs> well, it was the wrong time of day, let's put it that way. So every morning, we've got a wonderful group. At eight o'clock, which are all the same people, and, this, and, it, and it really is good. Okay, so you got a nice little so click. Got a click. You got, got a, a little click. click of people. Everyone's clicking nicely. Yeah. The dogs are clicking nicely. Yeah. There's been no episodes Nothing. of aggression. No. Touch wood. Boom, boom. Touch wood. Yeah. But should another dog come in the park, yeah, we, you know, a couple of us get concerned, and we'll put the dog on the leash just because Mojo is going to fly off down there to see it. And by the time I can get to him, and the dog's pinned him hypothetically, it'll, you know, it's all over before I'm trying to catch up to him yeah, and yeah. that dog. So, yeah, no, you're right. And uh, as, as you know and I know, it's socializing is a plus, so I try to get as much as I can in, especially with the German Shepherd. Yes. Because um, they're automatically sort of intuitive on on going, what is that? And I want to get close, but I'm going to let people know I'm on my way. Yeah, and you also like to put your worm in the water. I mean, it's not uncommon for you to be seen with a fishing pole. I mean, you're out with the dogs, you got your leash in your dogs, but you, you love fishing. Uh, tell, us, tell us about your passion for fishing. Passion for fishing goes along with the hiking trail and the outdoors and the dog. Um, you know, fortunately enough for us, uh, we've got some fabulous uh, rivers here in uh, southern Ontario, Bronte Creek, the Credit River, quite a few others um, that are close and can make you feel like you're all the way up north as you're pulling in a 25-pound salmon uh, running up uh, in season, or it could be a brown trout. So do a lot of fishing in, uh, in the spring and the summer with some close friends of mine. Um, and uh, we, we get out as much as we can on every weekend. So we'll get the waders on and all the equipment. We'll, we'll walk up the rivers, um, and we'll literally play the holes uh, and uh, enjoy the day. And it's been, uh, it's been great uh, doing that. Very healthy, keeps us uh, all, uh, all nice and well. Have mentally. you always had this sort of positive energy? Like, were, were you ever fucked up and depressed and then got over it and became such a positive person? Never. You know, it, fortunately Good enough, for you. I know. Fortunately enough, the, everything could be crumbling around me, and uh, I'll keep a positive attitude because... That's what I love about you, you is know. your energy. You are a ray of sunshine. Yes, Now, yes. what I've got here, okay, because your last name is Licorice, oh, Jason Licorice. Are we going to have thought, some Licorice I together? thought we could... I hope that's not too corny, but I brought some Licorice. Okay. So let's have... Now, you know the black Licorice is really... Don't look at me while you're sucking on it. Oh, okay? I'm going to. All right? okay. I'm going to. 
Here, let me just position myself accordingly. Well, let me get my piece. Now, so Jason, are we going to stare at each other and We're going to talk about Mojo pet supplements, you okay. know, eventually. Sure. But let me ask you, uh, sure. did you know that black licorice mm-hmm. is great if you're constipated? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. If you're constipated, here. you need black licorice, not red licorice, black mm-hmm. licorice. Okay. And you will take a nice size dump. Black licorice, of course, water is important in brand cereal and all the other stuff. Uh-huh. Right here. Is there now, when you defecate after mm-hmm. eating the black licorice, sometimes the stool will be a bit purple. Oh, oh really? It's not black. It'll be a little, a little purple. Pur- purple little hue to it. Did I ever tell you the story about the? So my nobody can see this, but my girlfriend is, is gutting herself here in laughter. So her mother one day. Uh, thought it'd be a great idea. It's to nice make. that she introduced you to her mother. <laughs> Believe it or not, she eh? must like you. Why? Well, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what she, I've done to deserve such a thing, but she, um, her mother made some um, beet soup. Beet, beet, beets are beet. so good for mm, you. I know. But you talk. So, so I got this beet soup she brings over. Okay, I've never had beet soup before. Anyway, so I down the, the beet soup, and next next day. Yeah. I'm on the shitter. You're on the old shitter. I'm on the shitter. You're on the old shitter. And all of a sudden, I'm looking in the toilet, and my shit is red. Yes. And I'm thinking... Holy fuck! I've got I got colon cancer, or I'm dying. Like yeah. it didn't even dawn on me. Yeah, about, at that time about, when you right? were and the water was reddish. I mean, yeah. everything was bloody red. I yeah. my whole I'm bleeding from inside and out here. So and course, you're a healthy guy. So and I'm like, a very healthy guy. Yeah. So I'm having a you know a freak out at this time. <clears throat> so anyway, as usual in the morning, me and Marklin we get uh, we get chatting on the way to work, and I tell her the story, and she starts laughing her head off that I'm telling her I've got cancer. You know. So of course. She then finally says, Jason, it's the beet soup you ate last night. It's not blood in your, in yeah, your, in, in your stool. It was the beet soup. And of course, then she tells her mother, and her mother's on the floor howling. They're all laughing at me. I'm thinking, I don't know about this beet soup anymore. Now, but when you pee, can it be red from the beets? No. Okay, no. If you now, I'm They're not, not sure tied together, those two. That's I'm not I'm sure if the beet soup... Um, the beets that were used in making the soup, I'm not sure if they were roasted in the oven, but I'm going to tell you, uh, the beets, when they're roasted in the oven, mm-hmm. are fucking killer delicious. Really? And they're so good. It's like a superfood. You knew that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you do now. I do now. So we got a lot to talk about today as we digress. Motorcycling. You're also passionate about motorcycling. You used to race motorcycles. I, uh, I did, and, and soon, soon we'll continue to do um, yeah, my background is more like um, 1,000 cc dirt bikes. Um, I guess the close, closest I could sort of get to anybody understanding what kind of racing is like a Baja. So we do an 850 kilometer race uh, right across Ontario, starting into starting in Decree, which is um, southern Ontario, um, all the way. Uh, sorry, Decree all the way to Dakar, just outside of Ottawa. So it's an 850-kilometer race, 250 riders. Um, basically, when that race had finished, we had five team members, and by the time the race was done, there was only two people left. The rest of the team were in hospital, just from crashing their bikes at high speeds on all these crazy roads and, uh, and trails, and um, do a lot more of it. So uh, KTM 950 Adventure S is typically my bike I like to ride. 
And, like I'm uh, gonna fuck. Give me a second. Like write stink. that down. <laughs> KTM, one of the best uh, off-road bikes uh, ever out there. They they run the 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 world circuit. KTM is probably one of the name top brands in yeah. in dirt bike racing. Yeah, you don't fuck around when you buy your toys. Twenty thousand dollar dirt bike. You really don't, do you? No, you, you, no, you know, you're no. not riding a little rup no, with no, a lawnmower no. engine we're, in it that you have to pull a cord to start it. We're bulls to the walls, you know, no fear, <laughs> full on the throttle, and uh, and just keep going straight. That's fucking wild. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty freaky. Pretty what freaky. kind of speed do you go? Well, on a depends. Well, on a one thousand cc dirt bike, uh, you know, first gear you could be doing like you know. 60 kilometers an hour so when you're in third gear you could be doing about 120 kilometers through the trails and if you're on back gravel roads because you've come off the trail and you've hit those roads of course there's no limitation so we'll open it up we could be doing i don't know about 120 miles an hour down gravel roads digging up uh digging up the 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 road and heading into the trails obviously a lot slower but it's a race so everything is balls to the walls non-stop have you ever wiped out and hurt yourself I've wiped out, uh, you know, over 20-plus years of off-road, uh, pretty much par for course, uh, off-road racing. So I've had some, some pretty interesting spills. I used to do road racing. So I like that, how you guys call it a spill. Yeah. A sp- <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've you don't call it a crash like the layman would. Right? I've driven off cliffs. I've driven off roads. I've driven under cars. with uh, Accidentally driven off cliffs and yeah. <laughs> deliberately. Deliberately drove deliberately. into cars. Yeah, exactly. Um no, so there's a lot of history with me and motorcycles, fixing, repairing, racing, and driving um, are all part of uh, my background. And, of course, now I've got a CF Moto Z-Force 1000 oh side-by-side. Sounds now, scary. that's a lot of fun. I guess. I'll tell you. When you, uh, you know, it's interesting to get from two wheels high-speed off-road to get onto four wheels. And, I, you know, I used to watch these guys dig up the dirt with no limitations on the TV. Tell you, when you've got 1,000 cc's behind you at 120 four wheels going through the dirt with sliding and digging and water and holes it's in you feel like you're in a rally it really it's an amazing (laughs) when you can assess both like wow okay this is a lot of fun as much as the two wheel in fact sometimes you wonder if the four wheel is actually even more fun (laughs) because you feel a little safer a little more stable and you can crank on on that throttle pretty hard and you can spin the back end around and you can hit water really hard um and this thing's made to basically just do you go do, through do you see listeners these are the kinds of hobbies you can have when you own your own successful business <laughs> you've got the time to break away to drop the worm in the water time to enjoy life yes. not just work 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 but enjoy yeah. all the wonderful things like take your dogs on hikes to the bruce trail exactly. cooking you are passionate about cooking much like myself barbecuing what are your favorite things to barbecue or you know, cook, or yeah, cook. Yeah, barbecuing isn't isn't sort of, you know, uh, is a, bit, a barbecue is the it's start. It's not your forte. Is, is it's a, not your forte. It's not my forte. It's a bit of a start of a beginning with good meal. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. But uh, <laughs> that was a cordon bleu. So I, I love cordon bleu. <laughs> and I like cordon bleu as well. Yeah, there you go, you see. So, of course, as a result of Dad being a chef, I was able to learn a lot and have never followed a recipe. And unfortunately enough, I'm able to make some... Um, one would say uh, dinner outing meals without having to go out to dinner. 
um, and make it as romantic and as yummy as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm the guy who can pretty much put it all together, knowing what needs and what isn't needed, and yeah. uh, make a great meal at the end of the day. When so, you're, sauces. When you're cooking, do you put the spoon in your, your mouth and then back in the pot? <laughs> of course. What do you think? <laughs> I do that. I do that. And my wife's like, don't fucking do that. What if you have a cold or your coarse cold sore starts to flare up again? Your herpes on your lip. Don't be re-dipping your spoon you know, after tasting your food, that's what I do. I love it. Nobody's going to eat my shit again, right? <laughs> I'll always put it back in the pot, stir it, give it another taste. Mm. <laughs> Contaminate everything. Is that everything. how you hog your joints there, Dave? <laughs> Speaking of joints, I'm a lightweight with that shit. Oh, that's a good thing. And you, know. you are more of a pot connoisseur than Absolutely. I am. Absolutely. You enjoy a nice taupe to decompress. Absolutely. It's medicine to you. I, you know, I chose it an early game to, you know, pick my poison. And I watched, uh, you know, the drunks go down the hill and fall down the stairs. <laughs> and I watched the stoners laugh at it, you know. So I yeah. thought, geez, which one hurts more? Yeah. You know? Besides, you know, you don't have a killer hangover in the morning. <laughs> Your liver isn't pretty much gone. So, I mean, you know, it was, it was pretty much a no-brainer that if I was going to be a little bit of a bad boy, um, you know, I would pick a poison. So I, I picked, uh, I, out of those two, I picked, uh, you know, cannabis as, uh, as a nice relaxation um, way to uh, now do you buy from the black market I hope so you know it's funny you know uh, <laughs> the government have great great done a great job on making the illicit market thrive <laughs> and you know and they've, and, they've, and they've opened up the illicit market to, to bring in the, the, the options and choices so I mean you know you, you may remember you know when we were 15, 16 yeah. we went to get weed it was here it's all we had you know yeah. take the Colombian gold here's yeah. your quarter or cents a million or cents a million or and Maui it would come with Wally, seeds right? you know, they didn't right? claim that shit and no. the seed would yeah. fall it off was, and burn your was, concert t-shirt it was brown and you know yeah. You know, and tie stick, tie stick. Oh yeah, yeah, tie stick. Hey man, God Almighty. So anyway, so you know, as as legalization came out, all these pause guys for were, one second. I yes. gotta interrupt you. I want to yes. wish. I want to give the listeners some some reassurance that eventually we're gonna talk about oh, Mojo exactly, Pet supplements. Exactly. That is coming yeah, for those that specifically for. tuned in. Appointment yes. tuning, kids. Right, yeah. you tuned in to hear about this. Yes, Jason and I are getting there. This is all it's, the buildup. That's just the buildup, exactly. We're already on the cannabis, so, so we what won't were you be saying? Criticizing the, the government about something? Yeah. So you know, of course, um, the drug dealers have been able to put a lot more variables and choices on the table, and the quality's there. They deliver it to your door within an hour. Um, you know, it's just a no-brainer. They're just so far ahead of the government who have put all these parameters and things. They've really sort of choked and throttled uh, the LP industry. Um, and, of course, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Health Canada uh, veterinary science-formulated company, so I'm under the VHP parameters of vet health products to change pets' lives for health and wellness and the quality of, of life. So I'm in that boat, so I'm part of the understanding of being under those parameters and those restrictions um, understanding that and then of course looking at all the unlicensed and all the things they can do and say without any issues don't pay tax uh, don't have to take their crops that might have been infested with white molds and sprays and pesticides that they then turn into an oil and put into a tincture and, and serve it up to the unknowing consumer or pet owner who all of a sudden doesn't realize that this stuff is filled with heavy metals pesticides molds bacterias and many harmful things that are do a lot of long-term damage to the unknow unknowing pet owner and pet to find out that they're visiting the vet uh, when they probably shouldn't be as a result of all the nasty things in the illicit oils uh, that are typically found because they don't dump the crop. 
uh, where the legal market has to follow certain parameters, and uh, if it hits a certain marker, then that crop will have to be destroyed and they'll have to start over. Of course, drug dealers, illicit market, don't do that. They look at the bottom line, they put the product on the market no matter what, and whoever is taking it will obviously uh, have to deal with the consequences. There's Sadly, pros and cons. There are pros and cons. There's pros and cons of both. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I still remember in high school when we used to buy three for five. You get three yes. joints for five hey, bucks. Yes, you remember that? Remember three for five. I love it. So to get to the clear side of that, um, I have some very close friends of mine that are, are uh, licensed producers and growers. Um, I only buy my weed from them uh, because they, it is totally organic. Uh, I, I see the crops grow. I know exactly what's going into those crops, which is pretty much nothing other than the medium, which is the, the, uh, the soil that they'll be using. Um, and they'll naturally, organically grow it. So when I'm smoking it, I'm not worried about all those chemicals and pesticides and bacteria and molds in that oil or in that bud. Um, and that's extremely important to me because, you know, health and wellness is a major factor for Mojo. Now, speaking of Mojo Pet Supplements, whatever inspired you to launch this, aside from the fact that you truly care about the welfare of your pets and all pets, being both cats and dogs primarily. Yes, yeah, great question. So what, what the hell got you uh, thinking, I think i got to start my own pet supplement company? Great question, Dave. You know, when, uh, when the Canadian government decided to roll out and do a 360 on, on cannabis and spin it from a culturization of a bad drug to now, we're, as, as we've become the drug dealer, the government, um, it's all nice and healthy and all good now. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Rubber stamped it. Like, one minute you're a bad guy, and the next minute you're you're an angel, as long as you're buying it from us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so it, a bit of a, a uh, an issue there. But what I did notice uh, and sort of alluded to a couple of minutes ago was that there uh, were in pet stores a lot of uh, a lot of oils being sold. And sadly, a lot of these tincture bottles didn't have any measuring scales on the actual dripper. Um, the instructions on most of these were very different in regards to dosing, which there shouldn't be any difference in dosing. Dosing is dosing. Hemp is hemp. There's no hemp oil for pets and hemp oil for humans. Hemp oil is hemp oil. You just change the label on the tincture bottle if you want to go from a pet to a human. Yeah. Um, so as a result of that, there was a lot of under and overdosing. Um, there are a lot of uh, factors of uh, um, the ingredients that were there really weren't there uh, because, again, as the illegal market as they were, uh, nobody would be able to manage, monitor, or confirm exactly legitimacy. Yeah. And why it's so important that when you are buying a drug for your kids, it's got a DIN number on it. Right. Uh, and if you're buying anything for your pets, that is uh, a, a, a drug like mojo yeah um then it needs a vhp number yeah. a vet health so that it's not number. just the wild west right? correct yeah. you want to go to the wild west then you deal with the wild west ramifications to you know the issues you could have with your pet and those products doing harmful uh factors to it so with that said i said i'm going to manufacture an ideal product that is safe health canada vet science formulated and as well, properly measured all the ingredients to make it convenient and easy and yummy to do exactly the right dosing, to do the exact right job you're expecting the product to do, which in this case would be take away the anxiety yeah. or calm the now, dog. Now, what a great segue into what I'm going to ask you next. Sure. Let's go with you highlighting the specific ingredients in the Mojo Pet Supplements. 
and then we can kind of wait a little bit and get into uh, you know the the greatness of the Mojo Pet supplements and how it is so magnificent. And I know a lot of my clients at the Dave McMahon Dog Training provide them dog provide their dogs with the Mojo Pet supplements, and it's helping their dogs in so many specific ways. So we can talk about that in a bit. Sure. But can we talk about the label and can you explain the ingredients and and you know in a layman sort of way? Absolutely. Uh, so that the everyday listener can understand. What are what is exactly in these Mojo dog biscuits? Great question, great question. I love this part because you know when we all go out to visit, uh, you know either the grocery store for ourselves or we uh, go to visit um, the pet store as an example, um, and you grab a product, I find a very long list of ingredients. Um, not yeah. sure exactly what it all is. Yeah. Some of them I can't even pronounce the name of it. Um, and, and you're looking shit up. And oh, yeah, and you're just like, you know, what is this and what is that? It just, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you find out really a marketing department got behind it and basically said, well, if you throw in the cranberries, we've got an antioxidant. If we throw in this and we throw in that and throw in this and throw in that and throw, keep throwing things in there, you know, all these things are going to add up to yeah. them buying it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not big on, you know, a long list of unknown ingredients that I can't pronounce their names of. Yeah. So, you know, hemp oil and hemp pure hemp protein um, you know, have incredible nutritional and medicinal factors. So with those two ingredients, that's all you need. So Mojo, when I have somebody look at the bag when they say, what are the ingredients? I give it to them. They, they can't find the ingredient list because they're looking for this huge list. So the Mojo ingredients typically are very simple. Two active ingredients and one inactive ingredient. The active ingredients is the drug. Okay, that's the pure hemp sativa cannabis uh, sativa oil and the pure Repeat hemp that, repeat that, in case so people were distracted. Yeah, <laughs> so the two ingredients, the active ingredients that help uh, medicinally and nutritionally yeah. is the pure hemp sativa cannabis sativa oil and pure hemp sativa protein. So that's almost like the plant all ground up into like a flower as an example. Yes. Okay, so we take the oil the pure crude oil. It's not a nice litter of dislit. We actually take the crude oil with all the compounds and all the nutrition in it. We're not isolating, let's say, CBD from it and putting it into a carrier, put into a tincture bottle with coconut oil, and that's that product. Yeah. We take all the right ingredients and we put them in there being the two active, this, the hemp sativa oil and the pure hemp protein. Then we add either human-grade duck, chicken, liver, salmon, or our liver snap into that mix. Healthy so shit. The healthy shit goes in All there. pure, all natural. And those three, two active and one inactive ingredient, makes up the supplement. That looks like a treat, tastes like a treat, smells like a treat to the dog, but it's not a treat. You don't give these things like treats. You're Small not giving this all day long like a Pez dispenser. No way. No, no. Small dog would get one a day. Medium-sized dog would get two a day. And, and large breeds would get three uh, supplements a day. And it and indicates this on the packaging. It, all the dosing, obviously, all the requirements is all uh, has to be driven by Health Canada's regulations and the Canadian Veterinary Association with regards to how our dosing and formulations work that are all science-formulated through uh, the Veterinary and Health Canada's uh, program for BHP. Yeah. This yeah. isn't something you're making in your garage. Absolutely not. Great question. Um, what makes us 
separates us from pretty much everybody and everybody uh, other than our Health Canada certification, our science formulated veterinary certified product. Um, we are also an SQF level three manufacturer. SQF stands for safe quality food. SQF is like ISO. In the manufacturing business, ISO is the highest standard of manufacturing. In the food industry, SQF is the highest standard. Stands for safe quality food, as I've mentioned. Um, so we are looking at GMP at the next level, good manufacturing practices. So we've taken all the right um, ingredients and all the right certifications and process to processes to ensure our customers the safest most healthiest natural product available on the market for pet owners and for pets to change their lives with all the right ingredients for all the right reasons all in one bite for health and wellness that's excellent and it's for felines as well absolutely so dogs and cats really any mammal uh, with their ECS system that we all have the endocabinoid system is really where it all comes to play with the compounds and the receptors in mammals, in cats and dogs and humans, um, is how the interaction of the health and wellness takes place. So if it's, if it's a, an anxiety issue or if it's a mobility issue or if it's a calming or if it's an inflammation issue, it'll address that and balance those areas. If it's nutritional, then, of course, it'll be cardiovascular health, muscle health, immune yeah. system, digestion. A lot of my clients are using the mojos to give to their dog uh, on a regular basis. And some yep. are giving the mojos, you know, a, a couple of hours before departing to come to dog class. So before Absolutely. They, and they, a lot of clients were using a children's uh, gravel, you oh. know, for car sickness. Lovely. And they have found that the mojo pet supplement treat is uh, stopping the vomiting. It's stopping the motion sickness. It's yep. The dogs are able to cope better in a vehicle because mm -hmm. there's a lot of dogs that do get motion sick. Absolutely. So I'm sure you've heard this before of course from your I have. satisfied uh, clients. Oh, yeah. I've had, uh, I mean, you know, we here at Mojo get you know, inundated with calls with customers telling us how, you know, Mojo's changed their lives uh, for their family and for their pet uh, as equally to just go over questions about um, concerns and, and wanting to know more and, of course, uh, we're always available, you know, either uh, online through our website chat, uh, either through email, or you can call us directly. Um, what we're one of very few companies that actually puts our address and phone number and actually answers the phone, unlike most of the cannabis industry seem to be uh, uh, living a bit of a dark alley and uh, don't want to get into questions and not sure, but uh, we certainly are always open and always available. I mean, we're in pet stores across Canada, Global Pets, Bonham Biscuit, uh, Tailblazers, uh, just hundreds of stores. So, I mean, if you're looking to buy Mojo, as we're 100% uh, compliant, we are the only company in Canada that vet, vets can uh, purchase and prescribe to their patients Mojo, which we're presently in the process of uh, moving into. And then, of course, you can go get your Mojo uh, at any local pet store in any province across Canada. You know, like the Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. We do a lot of networking with those guys. Yep. Tim Goss is an awesome guy. The yep. owner of the place has trained seven dogs with me over the last 25 years. Yep. There's a lot of uh, misunderstanding. There's a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to, you know, cannabis uh, for pets. Uh, and a lot of people just, uh, you know, they're under the impression that... Uh, 
you know, they can just take some weed and give their dog a bunch of weed to chew on. One client, their dog got into the weed and and ate too much weed and, and fell down the stairs. I mean, um, you don't have to worry about this if you're going to Mojo Pet Supplements. Correct. You know, you can't do the guesswork and say, well, I'm just going to give my dog some weed to chew on and and that's going to help them definitely definitely a no-go i mean first of all you know mojo is hemp based so the thc factor is is non-existent Uh, there's no psychoactive effects unlike uh, that you would get uh, with cannabis Um, so definitely giving uh, cannabis to a pet is uh, not a good idea if you're looking to help them through uh, health and wellness no question yeah now talk about the anxiety a lot of people are using the mojo with their dogs for anxiety reasons. Well, the great thing about Mojo and the great thing about hemp and uh, and uh, the hemp sativa oil and the hemp protein, hemp works with our ECS system, our endocannabinoid system, and uh, basically where there is an imbalance, if it's a nutritional imbalance where the need is there, um, if it's skin and coat that might be needed, if it's cardiovascular or muscle health, or if it's anxiety or calming. The great thing about the ECS system and how uh, hemp oil and hemp protein work within that nervous system and those receptors is that as it absorbs the compounds, um, it finds where it's needed. And really, at the end of the day, it's all about balancing and gaining that balance of that health and wellness. So really, when we look at if there is anxiety, it will address that issue. If there's inflammation and anxiety, it'll address that issue. If it's just inflammation, it'll address that issue. We have customers that use it medicinally for their pets with issues, uh, inflammation, arthritis, um, anxiety, calming. As well, we have customers that don't have dogs with those issues. Puppies, like Mojo, who gets it every day for his cardiovascular health, muscle health development, immune system, and digestion. So important in this. And that's all driven through the other side of Mojo, all in that one bite, is all the omegas, all the minerals, all the natural vitamins, all the protein, all the fiber, all naturally absorbing into the system exactly what it's supposed to do to help that health health and wellness of all those needs on the cardiovascular, muscle health, skin and coat, etc. Yeah, incredible product. Incredible. I know so many people are happy with it. Now, if folks were to take a trip to your website, yes. have you revealed the ingredients? I mean, I know the ingredients are on the bag of Mojo. Sure. Are the ingredients or is the label transparent for people to read on the website or not at this time? We've got an incredible website. If you go to the news page, as an example, on our website, you'll see articles on all sorts of things that we've put together to yeah. help pet owners with all sorts of questions, some of them not even hemp-related. How to pick a good dog trainer, Dave. Oh, okay. beautiful. How to find the right dog walker. Um, how to help your dog with cleaning his teeth or anything to do with health and wellness. But also we have... All sorts of articles when you visit mojopetsupplements.com online. You'll see information about why is hemp good for pets? Why is illegal hemp not good for pets? uh, Ingredients on our main page, if you click under the beef liver or chicken, it'll bring you to a landing page to see how the product looks. It's an incredible website. Yeah, it gives you all the information and much more. Give your website, please. It's mojopetsupplements.com, M-O-J-O, 
petsupplementswithans.com. And you know you're going to get some of the older folks that are going to still feel compelled to go www.mojopetsupplements.com. www. Stop. Stop with the www. Really? Just Get with the program, kids. Type in Mojo Pet Supplements. You know, That's it. all you got to do now is go to Google and go Dave McMahon. Bang. It comes right up. Go Just say on Google, Mojo Pet Supplements. Boom. It's there. I tell you. You don't need the WWW. No, we don't. It's but we enjoy easy. saying it. Oh, well, you know, what can Ready? you say? One, two, three. W-W-W. As you can tell, we both share the same juvenile humor and our love for dogs as well. Oh, yeah. um, Omega 3, 6, and 9. Yeah. It's present there. Absolutely. 3 and 6 is, is in there. Um, don't have uh, in, nine. in hemp. There's no 9 in, in hemp. But oil. the 3 and 6 You'll is... You'll get that in those fatty acids out of the fish oils. Um, but a great thing about Mojo, it, it allows consumers to take away some of the individual products they were purchasing for different things on, yeah. on, the, on the wellness side. Yeah. They were trying to address, you know, trying to get more fiber, more minerals, or more vitamins, or if they were looking to get more omegas, they'd be buying all sorts of different products. Now, you haven't talked about the cats, the pussy cats. Do you have any yeah. pussy cats yourself? Yes, 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 absolutely. <laughs> How many yeah. pussy cats do you have? Well, right now, just one. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that for the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we have a lot of customers that that equally take advantage of uh, of uh, Mojo for cats. But the uh, dosage for a pussy cat. Well, it, it you know again you know as we all hopefully know that everything about dosing when it comes to drugs is about uh, is about patient and their weight. So everything is balanced around the weight of the animal relevant to the dosing. So of course cats are a lot smaller than dogs, and not only that, but cats are a lot more finicky than dogs so on the back of the bag we make recommendations one if the cat um doesn't want to eat a broken piece of the supplement because they're large so typically a cat you would break it in half and then break that into a quarter hypothetically um and then you could give that little chunk and see if they like it and then of course you know dose that accordingly so if it's a full-grown cat one a day how you get that one a day into that cat a couple of ways one you break it up and you let see if he likes it like a like a little mini treat yeah or we recommend to put it into the cat food but we recommend if you're going to introduce mojo into a wet food we suggest you start with a food that the cat's never tried meaning if you've already got a wet food and you add the mojo into it they're going to go wait a second i know what my food tastes like what is this in here yeah yeah and i don't want to eat any of this now because there's this there's this something in here i don't know what it is cats are so fucking skeptical oh my god and finicky so finicky and skeptical so if you put in a brand new uh soft food and add it in there they have no idea you know they'll just assume everything in it is what it is and yeah. if they like it they'll eat it wanna hear if a that funny, works wanna, then you're rolling want to hear a funny story sure i've got a client with a finicky dog i recommended mojo pet supplements right so he he pulls out the mojo treat and the dog sniffs it dog doesn't want to eat it i kid you not this guy takes a bite of it chews it the dog's watching him <laughs> then he gave the dog the pizza then the dog ate it <laughs> <laughs> fucking dog ate it once the owner was eating it and it's human grade yeah it's human you know grade I mean? all the way if i mean fit- i don't know how many customers are actually eating the mojos but i mean if they are they're they're getting a hell of a hit but let me tell you something bringing that up you know what i found we haven't got much time left okay but that's well, this, right. is, this is a good one 
if you've got a finicky dog that is finicky on his food, yeah. uh, okay, like Mojo is, yeah, yeah. you know what I do? I take the liver snap and a beef liver. Yeah. I put them in a paper towel. I take the, the, the tenderizing hammer, smash it up into a powder. I sprinkle over his food. Done. Done deal. Done so like dinner. So if you've got a dog that's finicky, Mojo not only will give him a huge profound hit of nutrition and balance out your dog, but you'll actually get your dog to eat his dinner at the same time. So it's a win-win. He's got a super, anything missing in that dog food he just got with the, with, yeah. with the supplement. And it helped him eat the dog food. Yes. So, wow, incredible. So I would, I would It's incredible. I would just put the mojo in my mouth and suck on it a little bit and then pull it out and give it to the dog because <laughs> I guarantee the dog will eat it then. Oh, well, he will, but in this case, this is mojo being used to get the dog to eat the dog food. Exactly. So it's a twofer there. So it's, it's a double whammy double whammy zammy now yeah. uh you could also dip a mojo in a little bit of a natural all natural peanut butter or almond butter just a little just a little bit on yeah. there and yeah. rub it rub it in a, a figure eight pattern sure with your with your pinky yeah, you finger in your mouth right <laughs> <laughs> you, you give him that you know because the almond butter and the peanut butter Oh, is, yeah. is very good for the dogs. Use the old, oh, old natural kind. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. The great thing is, is that uh, we have almost a zero return on bags. Um, and as a result, uh, it seems like dogs just love getting their mojo. Not to mention getting their mojo back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you've, never, you've never lost your mojo. I never lost my mojo. You, you, you have the, you've got the best mojo. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Once again, my listeners can reach you and get on your website. How? One more time. Sure. They can call us anytime. Uh, the, the company number is uh, 905-617-6292 with any questions. Email at info at mojopetsupplements.com. And, of course, the website, www. Hold on. www. MojoPetSupplements.com. Yeah. And there, go to the news page, incredible articles to help you out with all sorts of questions about all sorts of things. Visit uh, the uh, uh, feline and canine uh, categories on our top menu to learn more about Mojo. Visit our main page and other pages to see the ingredients and other questions uh, that you may have to learn more about how Mojo can change pets' lives and does change pets' lives. If you want to learn more about stories from customers, go to our blog page. We've got stories and pictures of dogs and mojo. More stories than you can shake I'm a stick you, at. Some of them will make you cry. I mean, I get these things inundated via email. These customers I've never heard take the time out to write these stories because of the changes uh, in their pets' lives. And I get to read them, and it just motivates us to keep continuing on what we do and to tell more people about Mojo and how it can help their pets and change their pets' lives. Jason, it's been a shitload of fun having you always, on the program. Always, Dave. Always great. And great meeting your girlfriend as well. Hey, yes, she's fantastic. She's awesome, yeah. Hey, tell you. Good for you. You're yeah. a lucky man. I am you very got a, lucky. you got a I beautiful am. girlfriend. You've yep. got beautiful dogs. Yep. you got your Mojo. i got my dog trainer. You That's know, right. I Life's good for you. <laughs> Jason Licorice. Have another licorice, Jason I'm licorice. going through this one. And remember what you learned today, that if you're constipated, it's not just the brand buds. <laughs> it's not only brand buds that will help you. Okay. And these yucky drinks that people take, have a little black licorice. I'm going to try that, you know. I'm telling you. I could it. just swallow some of my own Send spit, me a text. I, I'm made of licorice, though, you know. Okay. That brings us to the end of another phenomenal episode of Dave McMahon Unleashed on 4680Q.ca. Not www, 
46, just 4680q.ca. Jason Licorice, it's been a pleasure. I hope you come Dave, back soon. I love to come back again. Anytime you invite me, you know I'm always here. Take care. Have Cheers, yourselves brother. a doggone great day, everyone. I will. Cheers, brother. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>